last time on Dice and Dreary. The group had made it to Van Richten's tower, but an unfortunate explosion alerted some werewolves in the area to their presence. Scrambling inside, they hoped to find safety within the walls of the tower, but instead were met with the business end of a crossbow from a mysterious Vistani woman. This episode, we are joined by a special guest, Blue Velvet, who will be playing the role of Esmeralda. Uh, and that's where we pick up. You have all, you've just gotten to the top of this elevator and you see uh, this Vistani woman who is holding Irina hostage with a crossbow and uh, being very threatening about the fact that you are here. So, what do you guys do? Because <laughs> give up and die an option. <laughs> It, I mean, it can be. It would make for a very short campaign, but <laughs> you don't seem you, to be successful with that yet. <laughs> I've been yeah, trying you, too. You did try to die once, and it didn't happen. Oh, it's been more than once. <laughs> I came closest that one time. <laughs> can I finish what I was going to say? Yes. Okay. You've made a big mistake. You've drawn every wolf for miles to this tower. By blowing up my wagon. Okay, first of all, the wagon yeah. wasn't my I'm, fault. I d- Second of all, sorry. well, it's, we're glad you're here, but you want to put that thing down? We need to discuss this. How are we going to take down Strahd? We don't have time for this. I, I just sit down on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired. I can see you are not monsters, um, but I want to know if you work with the monsters because I do not see Rudolph and I see that your friend there Ru- is wearing Rudolph's hat Rudolph unfortunately is dead he was bringing us here when Strahd attacked us he he gave up his life to save her the one you have the crossbow to like I said put right. it down so we can get talking and figure out what we're going to do he, he thought she was worthwhile enough to die for. It would probably not be the best thing for you to kill her now. Irina uh, turns to you, uh, Esmeralda, and, and just kind of like sheepishly smiles. <laughs> <laughs> with, with her hands hands up and the crossbow in, in her back. Just I, I lower my crossbow. I see no threat. We are definitely not threatening. <laughs> we don't even know how, what you know what to do with a carriage. <laughs> I, mean, I am sorry about the the carriage. It it did hurt me more than it hurt you, though. It's a, that's a fantastic <laughs> trap, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Was that your work? We need to talk. <laughs> yes, it so, was. So so several days ago, we uh, we met a woman named Madame Eva. That's her name, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, do you know her? Do I know her? <laughs> do you know her? <laughs> Esmeralda, yes, you do know Madame Eva. She is a, a Vistani as well. Yes, I believe she gave me some Tarak cards, but those were in my wagon, which was blown <laughs> up. I do not have those anymore. I'm sorry. Um, she... she 
She told us several things, but one of them was to come here looking for you. When we got to Velaki, we met Rudolph, who, well, after he witnessed us, you know, kind of killing multiple vampires and kind of being, you know, not all that successful against them, um, thought we needed to come here too. We've we've taken it kind of as a sign that we need to be here. I don't I don't understand it. You clearly we're not from here. We were drawn I, to this land, but wait, something is pushing us along, and that in that something has chosen us to destroy Strahd. The Strahd is your enemy. Yes. I too seek to destroy Strahd. High five. <laughs> I'm not going to get up. It's just kind of one of those distance high fives. <laughs> well, I have lowered my weapon. Uh, Irina puts her hands, puts her hands down, and and the <laughs> the atmosphere is still a little tense, but uh, things are things are relaxing a bit. And you hear from outside, Krefik. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, want to kind of move Irina away from her and kind of shoo her um, over towards Grethen. My, my name's not Krethic. That's what we told him. Uh, he's not that bright. I don't know. Uh, Krethic! I'm, I'm, I'm also not blind. <laughs> I, I know you're in there. Don't we can tell, wait all night. Don't tell so the wool, werewolves are yelling from outside. We're, we're going to try to use that as our advan- to our advantage. <laughs> I she, see your I, friends would like to talk with you. I, I don't know if you know, but I have like this scarf type tied around my eyes. Yes, and, and that, that that is a, a good point of order. Do you guys want to describe how, what you look like uh, for for <laughs> very for tired? My hair is still kind of smoking. Yeah, they look a little both, beat up. Both being both electrocuted and blown up. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is why I can tell they are no threat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm like, um, yeah, I'm very, very beat up. Just all my clothes are like now charred and um, very, very distinctly is the the gray scarf around my eyes. And despite that, I'm carrying a lot of weapons. Actually, I I have like three swords on me now. It's really embarrassing. (laughs) I have four swords on me now. Yeah, I have four swords on me now. I probably need to put one of those in my in the carriage. <laughs> um, Irina uh, is uh, is not as well armed as uh, Crethen is, but she uh, she's dressed like a a, a Barovian uh, Barovian noble. But she has uh, she has some some armor on that she's wearing. Um, and uh, Esmeralda, you you get a. Uh, you, you feel like you've seen her somewhere before, but you can't quite place it. Yes. Familiar. I take all this in, but I say, we need to get out of here. We are being surrounded. Well, it's a rocket. Not wait what till a, dawn. What, a, what do you look like? Uh, well, I'm about four feet. have a uh, leather trench coat, a cowboy type hat. Uh, looks like I'm unarmed, but I'm not. <laughs> it's more like I'm. Ho- I've got two things hanging from my belt that 
could be weapons, but you're not sure. You've never seen them before. They're yo-yos. <laughs> they could be yo-yos. I'm a little beat up more than normal. My mustache looks damn good still. Um, and this, uh, so you, you guys are, you know, as you're sitting here, um, discussing things, uh, the Crethen Sprocket, uh, Irina, the three of you, uh, having just arrived, you know, got, gotten to the top of the tower and now th- tensions have eased a bit, are able to look, look around and get a lay of the land or a lay of the area here. And you can see that there are, um, some arrow slits, four arrow slits around this tower and it looks lived in but still not 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 well it still looks like a dilapidated building but there there is a bed in here there are books uh and papers on a desk um the uh esmeralda you you had been going through these uh for a few hours before they arrived um and looking out of of these arrow slits you can get kind of a a good almost you know, 360 degree view of the land around here. And you can see uh, off in the distance, uh, it, it is, it's early, early evening, but uh, off in the distance to the east, you can see Velaki uh, over the trees. You can just sort of see the opening and some of the taller buildings of Velaki off in the distance to the east. To the south, you see the mountains rising up, uh, Mount, Mount Gacchus to the south. Uh, to the north, there are more mountains, uh, more mountain ranges, and more more forest. And to the west, towards uh, towards the abbey and towards the Kresik, where you are on your way to, you can see that the forest appears uh, beyond Lake Bartok uh, appears to be um, clear cut, and there is. Uh, there is thick brown smog and smoke just hanging in the air to the west, obscuring the view of, of the town of Kresik. But you can see that there is the there once was a forest there, but it has been clear cut away and is uh, the some of the mountainside has been carved away as well. And down down below, you see uh, a pack of wolves, uh, a few werewolves. Uh, if you had to, you take a guess at the number. There, there, some are hidden in the trees, uh, but you have to say there's probably at least a dozen wolves out there and half a dozen or more uh, werewolves in hybrid form, just kind of pacing about. They're taking care not to get too close to the tower, uh, but sort of inching forward ever, ever so slightly. Is this tower secure? Is there any way they can get in? Esmeralda, you would know that uh, the tower is magically uh, magically <laughs> protected from intruders, though uh, the, <laughs> these three seemed to be able to get in, or four of them, because there is a there is a dog, Gizmo, with them, seemed to, to be able to get in quite easily. Um, okay, so do you, what is going on over at Kretsk? Do you know? You don't know Esmeralda. You, you mentioned Kresik. That is where I'm headed. That's good, because that's where we're headed. Um, do we see... Uh, what, what floor are we on? You're on the top floor, the fourth floor. Fourth floor. Okay, so... 
Um, all right. That means I am not going to be able to see very far because it's going to be 40 feet down. So I'll only be able to see 20 feet away from the tower, more or less. Mm-hmm. I know that math is not right, but go with it. Just go with it. It's D&D. It, yeah, it works. <laughs> A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It checks out. <laughs> okay. So uh, Sprocket's going to figure out exactly how far away from the tower I can see. Uh, <laughs> uh, 30 meantime, feet. If the tower's 40 feet, <laughs> the hypotenuse would be... Much farther than, than, than what you can see. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So are there... Are, uh, all right. So where uh, are the are the wolves and such surrounding the tower? No. So the tower, uh, if you take a look at the map, the tower is kind of on this island uh, with a causeway leading out to it, an artificial causeway leading out to it from the the shore. Uh, they are on mostly on the shore and a little bit on the causeway leading to this island, uh, kind of getting a, getting braver and, and pushing inward. But they they're just pacing out oh, there. So they've probably had some fried wolves on the on the tower and so they they're they're seem to be a little wary to get onto the island itself and if, if you recall to uh jopa who when you first met him was uh posing as a friendly friendly lumberjack yeah uh he warned you about the tower and powerful right. magic at this tower did uh how long have you been here you've been here about a day esmeralda okay i've been here about a day okay was he waiting on you I went to go find him. I heard he was looking for Strahd. I thought he might need some help. He is my mentor. Joppa? Joppa? Oh, not Joppa. Not Joppa. Rudolph. Oh, Rudolph. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Are there any boats? There are no boats that that you've seen. Well, I can't see very far. (laughs) Has anybody else seen anything? (laughs) Yeah, no, no one has seen any boats. Nah, there's not much here to put one together either. Though there uh, is a wagon, correct? Yes. Can um, can we outrun them? Uh, we're we're, I I don't know about you, but we are in no condition to fight without without a good rest. Yeah, we and need. If a- time is short, then it's not going to help us to engage in battle. Well, mutton chops there seems content in waiting us out. So we should have time just to relax for a bit. But are they going to draw? I mean, are there going to be 50 of them when we get up in the morning? Well, we have, I, I, that's, we have that's plenty of alcohol. The alcohol's in <laughs> yeah. the... Oh, I You've guess got they food. Go out Definitely have food. I have all this mistletoe. And I've got lots and lots of ammunition. I imagine that Esmeralda just kind of looks at me about the mistletoe thing <laughs> like okay <laughs> but my concern would be would they try to mess with our wagon if we stay uh well, the wagon's on the north side of the tower so they would actually have to come all the way around the tower and they don't seem willing to do that but they are getting braver and they saw and, what happens when with the other wagon when you mess with them and um yeah and i would hate i would hate to lose rudolph's horse his monkey is fine. Don't worry. Irina uh, <laughs> has been looking at. <laughs> Irina's been looking out uh, the the arrow slits uh, this this whole time at the down at the wolves, uh, and 
she she says, uh, "I, I think we can. I think we can outrun them with the with the wagon. Uh, we we just have to break through the the first line of them and get onto the path." Smeralda, do you have a crossbow? Yes, I do. Do you have any silver arrows, silver bolts? Uh, yes, you do. I didn't put that on your sheet, but yes. Oh, you yeah, would you like me to tune that crossbow for you? <laughs> I kind of look at you and go, and just shake, shake, shake my head, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I, I, uh, I grab um, the 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 leather case uh, thing and open it up, and we have twenty crossbow bolts in there, silver crossbow bolts. Twenty, right? Yes, twenty. Yes, twenty. Okay, so, um, Sprocket, anything silver in there? Uh, uh, Pointing at your guns. Maybe. (laughs) You know, I don't remember. If you had... What did I make these out of? (laughs) You would know if you had a forge, you could make make some silver bullets, but there doesn't appear to be one here. Be sure to look behind the table just in case. Um, okay. Well, all right. So, wait. Does in, my arrows have silver in them? Yes, you're you're well equipped to Great. deal with these. Okay. Where, so, could we dismantle that and put? Well, I could just shoot the arrow, I guess. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so Sprocket drives, and we uh, play cleanup patrol. So there's and, I, and I kind of and I kind of look at Irina kind of nervously, um, and she's probably like swaying back and forth. <laughs> she then, she seems uh, she she seems to have composed herself a bit, and she's she's uh, this is her this this seems to be like her plan that she's formulating uh, in her head, and she's saying, "I think we can do this. There's enough of us. All okay. we have to do is keep them from getting close." All right. If they get close, in our condition, we're dead, though. Yeah, we can uh, we can rest up a bit. I think. Uh, I think that would be best. <laughs> um. Okay, so we're gonna do that. But I must agree because I cannot take all these wolves on on my own. I will allow the nap. <laughs> uh, I I kind of look at her cryptically and say if if I fall asleep and you see some sort of apparition over me go ahead and kill it well we got you covered buddy <laughs> <I'm> not. Uh. <laughs> not really sure what you're talking about but we'll be vigilant favorite. She doesn't question anything. It's like this blind guy's getting ready, getting his crossbow ready, and talking about being haunted. She's like, "Okay, we do this. (laughs) Don't worry about it. it. I don't understand half the things he's talking about either." She's she's probably thinking (laughs) these guys are definitely friends with Rudolph. (laughs) I am vampire hunter. I've seen it all. (laughs) Yeah, he's a bit strange. We can't all be as cogent as I am. Okay, so what's what's the plan here then? Well, After an hour of resting, um, I, I, I want to ask Esmeralda if the, if if she's gone through all the papers and stuff. Is there anything worth taking? No, there is not. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say something different. I found this horn. 
It's just riding on Strahd and about a relic in an abbey in Kresik. Okay, let's which grab. I'm going to find. Let's let's grab all that. <laughs> let's take yeah, you you can gather it. up these papers, uh, Esmeralda. I don't know how. How do you feel about them taking your your mentor's notes? You know, I've gained the knowledge I I need. I don't really see them as a threat. I mean, look at them. Um, <laughs> okay, I I'm going to ask her as I'm kind of flipping through them. Is there is there a, a picture of of Saint Markovia in here? That's the right one, right? Yes. There there was not. There was not crap. Okay. Trying to get her to take a take us seriously. But oh well. Yeah, <laughs> she will once she sees us in action. I don't think so. Well, <laughs> Have you seen us in action? <laughs> not fighting in this condition, but <laughs> the the werewolves have pushed up the causeway a little bit in the past hour. Um, one of them got exceptionally brave and uh, touched, or one of the wolves got exceptionally brave and made its way up and touched the uh, side of the tower, to which it immediately got struck by lightning and died. Um, I know the wagon feeling, and the horse has been parked around back, uh, and they haven't made their way around. So you you could very easily get out and load up in in a wagon and get started before they would actually know what's going on. Well, yeah, let's do that. Um, well, as I'm, usual, I'm con- while we're resting, I've been taking my time fiddling with stuff. You can pretty much assume whenever I've got downtime, I'm working on something. Excellent. But it may end up playing a role. So the werewolf knows your voice? You've spoken with the werewolf? Yes. Does the werewolf... Yeah, I gave him beer. Does the werewolf know Rudolph? No if one he's, knows. If he's from here, Irina, can you pull off a, a Rudolph? I would. Can I use Presto to? Um, uh, oh yeah, press the digitation. I had to think for a minute. Sorry, <laughs> I call it Presto. Presto. Um, <laughs> Make your nose the, a little more red. You couldn't. You couldn't turn anyone. Uh, you couldn't change anyone's appearance. But Irina. Hat does have uh, Van Richten's hat of disguise, uh, and she she activates it and gets a close approximation of uh, of Van Richten. It's dark. It's going to work. Um. So so okay. So as we go, just start yelling at at Joppa to you know like you know hey what the hell are you doing? These are my friends. I've warned you about coming near here. Type stuff. If he doesn't know what we're talking about, then it's not going to hurt us. He'll be confused. But if he knows, it might help. Does this uh, put Irina in danger? She's going to be on the carriage, the same place that 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 she was. the The carriage. Um, we have a picture of it, don't we? Could I throw the voice um, by the water, perhaps, to as a distraction? Uh, you totally could. That's a very good use of press the digitation. Oh, that'd be great. Okay, so on the carriage, I see there's some back windows. And and I think those are side windows with uh, that are just closed, aren't they? Uh, uh, yes. Let, let me say, those are side windows. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's, there's windows on the side and back of this, and there's a seat on the front of the wagon that's 
up a little higher. Uh, and there's also a, a trap door, uh, a little hatch in the roof. Okay. So you could easily get inside and out and outside from the the roof and inside, or you could, you know, open these side windows and hang out of them and shoot. And yeah. All right. There, there's plenty of options. Okay. So this is what I'm thinking. Irina and Esmeralda, you'll are on the inside. You, uh, as we're coming, you'll lean out of the front windows as we're passing them, you know, back up, close those windows down. Don't let them jump in. And you can either use the back windows or the side windows once we're past them to make sure they're not coming up on us. I, I'll keep a watch from the top. Um, I, I'm going to have to get a lot closer to be able to shoot than, than y'all are going to be able to probably. Um, but I'll, I'll kind of keep a, a, a view over the whole thing. Sprocket drives. Bergern will run defense. If any of them get on top of the carriage, he'll knock them off. Uh, Bergern is, a, is the falcon. There's a falcon? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he, he didn't come inside. But he, he'll be there for us. Um, Gizmo, the dog, I, I think... I think should be inside in case to, to kind of back y'all up in case something gets in. That sounds like a plan. What do we think? All right. You guys uh, all set? Perhaps along with the presto, this will work. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I don't like it at all, but I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate it all. <laughs> ah, here we go. All right. This will work. I just finished up a, uh, what will end up being a artillery turret, one of my new class features. Very nice. What are you doing with that turret? Uh, nothing at the moment. Okay. Wait All right. So how? Wait, wait, are wait, you... wait, 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 wait. Yes. Hold on. Wait. We're waiting. I know. Hold on. <laughs> okay. I just remembered I have a new spell. <laughs> <laughs> it's pass without a trace. Um, that would. That would let us be a little bit more sneaky getting past them, but it only works on. Um, uh, they, it only works on. I mean, people like you know creatures. So yeah, I don't think we can get the carriage past. No, and that would make us a lot slower if they do catch on to us. Okay, I don't like that. It was worth a look, but I don't like it. All right, so are you guys loading into this wagon? Well, um. Should I use the the presto now as a distraction, or they yeah, think, don't see us yet? Yeah, I think before we go, um, that way they're not focused on us. I will cast right. the spell. All right, so you guys are loaded into this wagon, and uh, Esmeralda is going to cast prestidigitation as you take off. What uh, what's the the voice that you you use? Uh, what do you say, or what noise do you make to distract them? Okay, it looks like I cannot make a voice, but I... <laughs> you can create a harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, a puff of smoke, a faint musical note, or an odd odor. So you could cre- you could totally create <laughs> a voice. An odor, because the wolf will go for the odor. They won't be tricked by the noise, because they could... Ah. Oh, very nice, yeah. Okay, but... so what, what's the odor you're going to, to lure these wolves out with? Um, human. Just... Yeah, yeah. Just human. Human. The smell human. of humans. 
smell of humans. Definitely okay. not um, gnome. <laughs> see here. Whatever is most appealing to the wolf. Uh, so you, just before you take off, uh, you you perform the incantation of this, and this this odor goes wafting through the air, and you see that some of the wolves break from the pack and sniff the air for a moment and begin to investigate uh, off to the northeast where the you've sent this scent off to uh, and that's that's when uh, you think you're, you're, the moment is now and uh, before we start let's uh, let's all roll initiative here I will roll for Irina Irina Ooh, 19. gets an 8 and we got Crethen, the 19. Oh, nice. 21 for Sprocket. Sprocket with a 21. Esmeralda has rolled. Oh, you have? It's yeah. just whenever oh, you there. feel like looking Six. at the roll. <laughs> <laughs> I like Esmeralda a lot. Uh, so we got Sprocket, Crethen, Irina got an 8. Esmeralda got a 6. Uh, and then I'll roll for the wolves and the werewolves. So here's how we're going to do this. We're going to do something a little different with this this chase scene here. The the wagon is, uh, is going to have its own initiative slot, and it's very last. Every round, someone must be must use their action to drive the wagon. Uh, if no one is driving the wagon at that time, there is a chance that the the horse um, Drusilla might panic and veer off the co- veer off the course or stop or you know, do something you don't want it to do. So at every round, at least one person has to use their action to guide the, the cart. I would think Drusilla is very used to being chased by werewolves. I oh, think yes. Drusilla is going to do just fine. She, she's fine. She, she has a pretty good chance, but there is that chance she'll panic without someone guiding her. There will be some obstacles that you'll have to deal with ahead of you. So every round you have the option to either attack uh, or use your action to drive the wagon or use your action to do a, a skill check of your choice. Now here's the catch with the skill checks. You can't repeat a skill check and you have to work the skill check into a way of how you're helping either the driver navigate or create some sort of distraction or obstacle for the wolves behind you as you race through here. Each success with those skill checks that you have puts you further away from the wolves each failure the wolves get closer to start off i'm gonna use uh, my religion check to pray (laughs) (laughs) the smell lures some of these wolves away uh, from the the causeway creating a small opening that you can race off through and right off the bat uh sprocket since you're driving give me an animal handling check to uh kind of spur Spur this forward. Um, you'll still get your turn. This is just the initial getting it started. Who put me in charge? Not great with the nine. Um, as you pass through. <laughs> I'm not the animal guy. <laughs> You're also not a crossbowman. As you pass through the, the group, uh, you spur this, <laughs> this horse on and the wagon begins its bumpy trip as you guide it around the tower. Uh, and you see the wolves growling and their eyes lighting up as they see this wagon come around and start charging at full speed towards the causeway. You plow through a couple of them, um, 
one of the werewolves in hybrid form uh, jumps onto the wagon and manages to hold on uh, to the side of it. And uh, this is where we'll start this chase as you careen through the woods here. So, Sprocket, you're up first. Okay, I know I'm supposed to be driving, but that's really not the way he goes. And he'd get distracted by the werewolf. <laughs> so I'm going to have to... plan sh- lasted <laughs> the first action of the first round. <laughs> why, why am I not surprised? <laughs> well, in, in retrospect, it was a bad plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am going to take my attack action. All right. Rapidly draw and first shot misses. Uh, how does the uh, second shot? Oh, you just roll again. Just roll again. Yeah. Uh, 25 Ooh. on the second shot. 25 is a hit for sure. Uh, if not, I just quit. <laughs> <laughs> we, we all curl up and die. Uh, Drusilla so runs into the lake and we drown. <laughs> So, uh, five damage. Five damage, and that werewolf is actually going to have to make a dexterity saving throw uh, to hold on, and he rolls a 21, so he does. He manages to hold on, but you did land a nice hit on him. Uh, As the the cart charges on forward, Crethen, you are on top, I believe? Yes. Okay, Uh, so you see this werewolf hanging off the side. I take a quick look to see... uh... Can I use my bonus action? I want to cast uh, Arcane Weapon. Uh, Arcane Weapon, and that's a bonus action spell, I'm assuming. Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, go for it. Okay. You channel Arcane Energy into a simple or martial weapon you're holding, and choose one uh, damage type, Acid, Cold, Fire, Lightning, Poison, or Thunder. I would choose Acid in this case, and it deals an extra 1d6 damage. Excellent. All right, so uh, can I tell, is he holding on where, like, the window is? Yes. Okay. He's holding on to the side of it. All right, so I am going to yell out, shoot him in the nads, and then, um, ju- you know, jump up front and drive. I, th- that's animal handling, right? Or use animal handling to drive. Uh, so if you use animal handling, uh, that you won't be able to use it again, but it will count as one of your uh, one of your checks to try and get ahead of the wolves. Okay, I'm going to do that because my animal, oh. animal handling is good. Okay, great. You jump up and take the reins from Sprocket and uh, give me your roll. Crap. You, you, I thought you had a good animal handling. That's an eight. That's not good. Um, you only get a yeah. three bonus to animal, animal handling. My, my inspiration. Can I call that after the fact? Yes, you can. Okay. I'm going to use it because I want to get away from these things. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's a success. Uh, and you, you managed to, uh, push Drusilla on forward, uh, and she pulls away from the pack a bit. Uh, you still have that one on the side, uh, with you and, uh, it gets to make its attack, and it is going to try and punch through this win the the window here. Um, to which it does. Uh, its claw comes shooting in, and uh, 
Esmeralda, uh, Irina, Gizmo, all three see you see this this werewolf's hand just break through the wood uh, the wooden shutter uh, and swipe around a bit. And uh, let's see here. I don't think a four hits anyone's armor class in there. Uh, the werewolf had disadvantage on that because it couldn't see what was in there. Uh, but he, he continues to hold on. Uh, and the wolves that are uh, outside and around uh, are now giving chase. Uh, to which uh, a small group of them manages to uh, close the gap a little bit. Uh, but still still behind, but not, uh, not as far away as they were before. Uh, and that brings us to Irina. Uh, Irina's going to take her crossbow, uh, and she's going to just shoot at uh, shoot out the the shutters here uh, at where she believes the werewolf is. So let's give her attack, and a five is not good enough to hit. Uh, the bolt goes shooting out uh, just wide of the werewolf as it busts through the wood and often into the into the woods. Crap, uh, I haven't had a chance to fix that one yet. <laughs> Esmeralda, <laughs> you are up. You're inside of the wagon. Uh, this werewolf's arm has busted through the shutters and is swiping for and grasping for anyone. And Irina just shot a crossbow bolt that missed it. What do you do? Um, if I do a cantrip, does that count as my action or can I do my action and the... It depends on the spell, but yes, uh, for the most part, yes, your your cantrips are one action. Okay. So I guess I will handle this wolf. I will draw my silver short sword. All sword. right. Sword. Short sword. <laughs> Have you started drinking? Because apparently that's what we um, all need. <laughs> Esmeralda has had a drink. Yes. She's already a bunch of, into my keg. There's a bunch of beer in that carriage. Uh, you, you don't know that yet, but there is. <laughs> <laughs> um, All yes. right, so give me your attack with that silvered sword. A, a 17 is a hit, and you deal five damage to this werewolf. Uh, it, The arm recoils as it pulls its hand back in or back out of the uh, the wagon. Uh, and it has to make a dexterity saving throw now, to which it succeeds again, manages to hang on. Um, Gizmo, uh, do you guys want Gizmo uh, to do anything here? Uh, Gizmo would probably have a rough time unless the one of the enemies were inside yeah, the wagon. Yeah, he's like hanging mostly out, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I, I'd say no. Okay. I, uh, well, he, I, like, I want him to bark a lot, yeah, like a intimidate lot. Intimidate with the bark. With a t- yeah. it's a skill check. Intimidate. Okay, yeah, that's a great. So th- this is a, a great <laughs> job <use. laughs> of this skill check. Uh, intimidation is a charisma. So uh, Ooh, Gizmo with its negative two charisma barks with a nine. Mm-hmm. Gizmo is so it's so much more charismatic than that. <laughs> they Come understand on. what he's saying as well, right? <laughs> oh, they understand. Yeah, yeah they, they understand. The wolves, the wolves understand. Um, they are offended. They are offended, but it just enrages them even more, oh, uh, and does not deter them. Uh, with a nine, it does not beat the fifteen that the wolves rolled. Uh, and then we're we're at the cart. 
the cart's turn. The cart doesn't really have a turn, but what happens on the cart turn is whoever is currently driving, which is Crethen, roll me a d20. What do I need to get? And I, I will consult my table to see what happens. Oh, gosh. I have made a random oh, table. Crap. <laughs> a six. So, Crethen. So, are higher rolls better in this in this little table of yours? It is one hundred percent random. Oh wow! Okay, so it just it does not matter at all that <laughs> it, this was. It a does six. not. There is a large chunk where nothing uh, happens to allow for for some for you to actually do things <laughs> instead of having to react to everything. But Crethen, as you're careening around guiding this uh, this carriage, uh, you see up ahead there is. Uh, shrubs that uh, you could have swore weren't there a second ago that seem to have moved in front of the wagon. Um, the, the on closer look, they appear to be those twig blights oh, that you have uh, fought before. So it's, uh, it's up to whoever's driving or anyone else to, to uh, address that situation before uh, the ne- end of the next round. And that brings us back up to the top with Sprocket. You are, you're sitting right next to Crethen, uh, reloading your weapons, I assume. And you, you also see these uh, twig blights up ahead on the, on the road. But by, by the way, Gizmo still has one of these things in his mouth. Oh yeah. Yeah. You, you, you <laughs> from when you fought them before Gizmo had killed one and is just chewing on it. like a stick. <laughs> it, it's his stick. Now you can't get it away from him. <laughs> This is so great. <laughs> this is why his charisma is so much better than a negative two. <laughs> so Gizmo, what do you do? Or not Gizmo, Sprocket. What do you do? All right. So I, first of all, how uh, much leeway are you going to give us on the skills? Can we basically describe? This is your opportunity to be creative. Awesome. With them. Okay. So I look around in front of us quickly using my investigation skills. And I see a tree kind of leaning in towards the path next to the bushes. And it looks. Well, so, first, to get, using your investigation, give me, uh, give me the, the check on that to see if you actually find this tree that you're looking for. 14. A 14 uh, is good and good. You do see. So, you're, you're, you see what you're looking for. All right. So, the tree's kind of leaning in towards the road. And I get an idea that it's. Yeah, this will work. So I carefully aim both my guns, fire at the base of it. Huge explosion. The tree snaps, falls down, and rolls across the path in front of us, clearing out the twig blight bushes <laughs> and opening and the way a for us. Tree in our way? <laughs> no, it just rolled right off the path. So yeah, that that's that's definitely with a with a fourteen uh, on that roll. Uh, this this tree just flattens them, uh, <laughs> knocks them to the side as the cart goes racing on through. Um, are you staying put on the front seat there, uh, Crethen? Or excuse me, Sprocket? I'm, I've been drinking as well. Gosh, I need to go get my beer. Nice. I wish I was <laughs> drinking. So uh, uh, yes, can I use my bonus action? However, uh, yes. What uh, what bonus action item or uh, I want to? So I pull out a the new box I was working on and toss it up onto the top of the carriage behind me in the middle of the air these four leg things kind of snap out of it 
Sna- uh, they uh, grab onto the top of the wagon, <laughs> hold it in place, and a long nozzle pops out of the top. Oh gosh, this is so yeah. good. <laughs> so I just deployed a flame turret. Excellent. <laughs> so anything that gets on top uh, will be auto targeted, right? Is that how that works? Uh, you, no, I you... need to take a bonus action. To uh, okay. activate to it, oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, Excellent. Gosh, so good. So yeah, this this turret is now securely locked in place on top, and uh, that puts us to Crethen. Uh This tree rolled aside, rolled out in front <laughs> of uh, in front of the cart, just narrowly missing it, but taking out the twig blights, uh, and then Sprocket tossed a a little box behind him onto the 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 roof of the the cart but you 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 heard some noises back there but you're focused on driving at the moment uh what well, do you do can i i like like yeah okay you say we narrowly narrowly missed it is uh could i like more narrowly miss it and uh, try to get that werewolf entangled in some branches. Yeah, so what's, what skill are you going to use to try and do that? Uh, that would have been a really good animal handling. Yeah, it's a mm-hmm. shame you used your animal handling already. Yeah. It's a shame our driver decided to just wander off, <laughs> play with his <laughs> toys. <laughs> okay, what, what, let me think. Let Did me you think. really expect anything else from him? No, well, <laughs> I... <laughs> you could probably do that with a sleight of hand. Uh, okay. To kind of, kind of simulate the you know precision you'd need to thread the needle here. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Let's try that. Oh, an eighteen. Nice. An eighteen is good. Yeah. So you you cut it very close to uh to this tr- this tr- tree as it rolls off to the side of the path, almost clipping it just a little, but not enough to to deter your path or anything. And you uh, take a glance behind you over your shoulder and you see uh, one of the werewolves uh, trip over it uh, and tumble uh, to the ground. And as it goes off into the distance, as you race ahead, uh, the werewolf that is on the side. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, because I want to use Bergen. Oh, okay. I want Bergen to make a dive and try to um, uh, really just smack him in that that arm that's holding on. Okay. Just give me your attack uh, for Bergen. Yeah, let me... I forgot to bring him up. A 14 is enough to hit. Nice. And you deal five damage. <laughs> We're rolling the big fives against this thing. He's got to be dead. You five damage to it. He's dead, And right? this werewolf... He is not dead, but he he does have to let go uh, and get off of the the cart, uh, but is not uh, is not slowed down really any, and has managed to keep pace, uh, running down on all fours for a little bit. Only falls behind very slightly, but is still right there alongside. Okay, Bergeron's going back into the sky, and uh, the werewolf uh, is going to try and. Uh, slam into the side of this cart and uh, with a seven, eight, nine is not not enough 
not enough to to make any impact on it. You hear this the slam of its body against it inside uh, Esmeralda. Uh, you you hear this just large thud against the 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 side of the cart, and there's a, it rocks a little bit, but uh, continues on forward. Um, let's see here. Uh, some of the wolves manage to uh, close the gap a little bit uh, and catch up to the side of it and are running alongside of it. Uh, you've got about four uh, just just right behind the, the wagon now. Are these normal and, wolves? Uh, you said wolves? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a, a mixture of normal wolves and werewolves. Yeah. Uh, Irina. Irina opens up the back door uh, and takes a, a shot out with her crossbow. Irina's crossbow and a nine does not do it. Gosh, Irina, uh, lay off the sauce. But she's going to she's gonna close the door back up, just kind of open it up, fire, close it. Uh, and that give, puts us into Esmeralda's turn. So Esmeralda, you're inside still. Uh, the werewolves are off, so you can uh, you can attack uh, opening a window and shooting out of it, or you could move up to the roof of the wagon, getting uh, getting a more kind of 360 view of things and having more more movement abilities. Or you could uh, get creative with your skills and try and help uh, help Crethen drive a little bit with by navigating or, or finding some creative solution uh, to slow down. The, the pursuing wolves and werewolves. What do you do? I've heard the word creative twice. But <laughs> we still have... Join us on iTunes.com and rate us on how many use, <laughs> times we use the word creative. <laughs> One star for every time we repeat a word. <laughs> we're, we're, we've got to have like 30 stars by now. But um, there's still wolves in pursuit of us? Oh, yes. Like four of them? <laughs> Four and then a werewolf as well, and you can see more uh, off in the uh, off the trail behind you, uh, and you can hear more in the woods. Okay, um, Esmeralda would love to do something creative, but I think it, she might stick with the magic missile and cast that toward the wolves. Okay, so magic missile is unique in that it hits right away. So just cast it, and it deals damage. Nine. Uh, are, are all three going to the same wolf, or are, are you splitting it up? I'm splitting it up. Okay. So, the three wolves that get hit with it uh, fall behind. Uh, a nine, uh, or nine divided by three, is uh, not, which is three. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> um, it is not enough to kill these wolves, but it is enough to get them off of your tail and off, you, you know, leave them in your dust as you careen down this path. And uh, we're at Gizmo, who yeah. uh, can't really do anything. Right. You're supposed to, you, you know, you're supposed to leave all the math to Sprocket. That's what we decided earlier. <laughs> yeah, Spro Sprocket is the designated mathematician now. Um, Gizmo's just going to continue to bark. He's uh, kind of gone up onto a window like a dog does, like hanging his head out. And <laughs> with, he's his, just with his tongue out. Tongue out. Uh, <laughs> Tongue hangs out in between barks, yelling at these wolves. <laughs> Do dogs have a specific accent? Um, no. I think they. I think they. 
What did I think the, the, the bark, a bark is a bark. What did he say? What did the dog say? He said rough. <laughs> in, in reference to how to how you, how he, yeah. you guys are going to treat these wolves if they ever get if you get a hold of them. Definitely rough. He uh, we're going to push him up uh, against the tree bark. The tree bark. <laughs> that that turret on on the roof will, will get you. <laughs> Um, it is the cart. Uh, we've reached the end of the round, and uh, Crethen, I believe you are still driving. Yep. So go ahead and 16. roll me a d20. A 16. Uh, the path ahead appears clear. Yay. And, oh, don't uh, say and. Just say, here's clear. I lost my days. He's rolling. I hate it when he does the, that. <laughs> the, path, the path ahead is clear, uh, and another werewolf closes the gap a little bit as uh, looks like if he continues on this path next round, uh, he'll be able to jump on, jump onto the cart and brings us back up to the top sprocket. Okay. So nothing's within 15 feet of the wagon right now. Uh, there are, uh, there are two wolves within 15 feet and uh, one werewolf. Okay. They group together in like a cone. The two wolves are on one side. The werewolf is on the other. Okay. So, bonus action. The uh, turret on top swivels towards the two wolves. A spark emits from the front of the tube in the front, and a gout of flame shoots out over the two wolves. All right. So, it's uh, dexterity save, take 1d8 fire damage on failed save, or half on a successful save. Is this towards the werewolf or the wolves? The wolves. Wolves, okay. They gotta make a deck save. Uh, and what is what's their score to beat? Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen. Neither of them save, so they take the full damage there, which is only which two, two each. But if their fur can be set on fire, it would do so, and it would look awesome. The fire ignites yeah, any flammable is. objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. Nice. Yeah, so it singes them. Uh, one of the tails still has a flame on it as they fall back away uh, away from the group. Uh, are you staying put on the, the seat there? Well, I was going to. That was a bonus action. So for my action, I did notice when the werewolf banged up against the cart, it didn't look like he did anything, but one of the wheels just isn't working right. He's picked up a weird a wobble wheel. to it. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of lean down, holding on to the side, whip out a tool, and uh, it looks like I'm just banging on the wheel. <laughs> but using my Arcana, I'm going to uh, fix the little resonating wobble it picked up. Arcana. So what, what is magical about what you're doing? Basically everything he does because he's a, uh, you know, the artificer. Okay, so you're, you're, you're using, you're like channeling some magical energy. Yeah, essentially just casting like tools. a uh, mending spell. Okay, so give me... Give me your Arcana check, and you can add your proficiency bonus to this since you're using tools that you're proficient in. Okay, so I do have tool expertise, which doubles my proficiency bonus. Oh, fancy. I'm not good at anything. (laughs) Oh, damn. With a 26, I'm not even going to bother trying to figure out the doubling. Yeah. No, let's go. 26, and probably just be what? You're the math person. Three more. So... (laughs) 
So that's, I, that's near 30. That's like a 29. So I basically uh, popped the wheel off and replaced it with a new one. <laughs> this one rubber. Yeah, you, you quickly yeah. build a new one and, and you tell everyone to like lean to the left as it goes up on two wheels and you swap the wheels out. When they, when they make a movie of this, this is going to be a fantastic scene. I just happen to have a wheel stuck in my trench coat for some reason. Whip it out <laughs> and that, uh, that's a success that with this new wheel uh, you you feel Crethen, you have better control over it and are <laughs> able to push forward even more putting some distance behind you uh, between you and, and the wolves and werewolves yeah um, Crethen, okay first, you are up first of all I want to say Netflix Amazon Prime Hulu let's talk contact Jeff. We, we've got a series. Contact Jeff. This has been fantastic. You know it. I know you're listening. We, we see the stats. It's very, very detailed stats, right? Uh, Sprockets, Sprockets Flamethrower hit the wolves on the side, right? Yes. All right. So and, there's, a, there's a, a werewolf on the other side that's trailing behind a little bit. Okay. So this is what I'm thinking. And, and I could see this being either a perception or a nature check. Um, but... Uh, since that thing catches things on fire that are flammable, what I'm looking for is like 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 an old rotted tree right on the side of the path. Okay. Do you want to use perception or nature? I think both either of those works. Okay, I'm gonna use perception because it's better. Even though I, I have the feeling I'm gonna need nature at some point, but we'll have it for later. All right. Give me a give me a roll. Mm. That's no good. Uh, oh, can no, I, uh, that was, that help was my him cat. Out? That was my cat. Can I grant him my inspiration? You can. Since he wants wow. to use... How, what are you doing that's uh, that's inspiring him? He's saying, go, Crethen, look for things, even though you're blind. <laughs> well, I figure <laughs> since he's using my turret, uh, that was what you were planning on, using yeah. the turret mm-hmm. to set something on fire? Yeah. So, kind of... Well, well, he's I, uh, light, he's lighting the path with the flamethrower. Yeah, and you that doesn't point. help me. I can't well, see you, light. I shot myself in the foot there, didn't I? I should have just I should have let that part <laughs> out. You probably would have forgotten. <laughs> I would say, with your leave, that you kind of say what your uh, idea is, and I'll uh, looking as well, kind of point out and just swing the turret so it's shooting out in front of us. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He you you see you see see what Crethen's looking for and uh as, in one motion as you're you're as you're swinging around uh and catch this tree on fire that that grants you your advantage, meaning you rolled a 16 and uh this tr- burning tree falls to the ground. And you see that he, this is uh you're starting to put quite a bit of distance between you and these wolves and werewolves uh up ahead you can see a bridge uh a stone bridge uh, that you're approaching and uh the werewolves and the wolves get to take their turn to close the gap and they are not doing well um there's a, a burning tree in their way that's starting a forest fire um we like our it's fire not, it's not a fort it, it recently rained i don't think it's a forest <laughs> well you know what just Burn the fucker down. I don't care. Uh, Irina is going to... Uh, Irina's going to take just another shot uh, out the back. 
see if she can hit something this time. She does not. Uh, she, what is she, wrong with Irina? I mean, I, she's, I she's, she's a, drunk. She's a little drunk. She's been in her. <laughs> she drank all that all that beer uh, before uh, you you entered the tower. She she thought she thought like you know like the burning tree was the wolf, and I got it. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, that gives us puts us to Esmeralda. You're still in the back of this wagon. Uh, there's a burning log that you're putting creating a barrier between your wagon and uh, the wolves and werewolves chasing you. Uh, and up ahead, you can see you're approaching a stone uh, bridge, uh, but it's currently foggy and dark, so you can't really see what's past that bridge. What do you do? Okay. Um, so the wolves are pretty far away at this point? Yeah. You you think if uh, you could just put a little bit more distance um, between the, between you, you, you'd lose them. So if I would use my mage hand to perhaps... Um, pet the horse, coax it forward <laughs> into the fog. Good, so it, good. Will that speed it up a bit and put more distance between us? I think you haven't used Arcana yet, so I think using Arcana to do that, to manipulate this hand in a way, uh, would work out just well. So go ahead and make a, an Arcana check. Uh, an eight. So when you cast this spell um, and uh, Crethens Rocket, you being familiar with magic, expect to see this a spectral uh, human hand float out. You see a skeletal hand reach up to the horse and it spooks the horse a bit. To a uh, badass for the horse. Exactly. <laughs> Why is she casting like undead spells? This uh, the spectral skeletal hand goes to pet the horse, and the horse sees the, the the bony appendages and and spooks a little bit and jolts to the side. And uh, everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Glad to help. <laughs> Ten. Seventeen. Ten. Seventeen. Thirteen. For Irina and Gizmo. It's a 13 as well. Uh, and Esmeralda, what's your... Well, if you look at the screen... <laughs> <laughs> 16. Uh, so everyone but Sprocket uh, manages to, to stay upright. Uh, Sprocket, you're jolted, almost at falling out of the, the wagon, and you're hanging on to the side of it now uh, as, a, as you, you careen down this path, uh, just hanging on by the... By your, edges of your fingers the edges of your fingers your fingertips <laughs> <laughs> hanging on by your fingertips onto the edge of the wagon uh, Gizmo is going to uh, continue his bark barking a lot now at uh, Sprocket uh, with concern <laughs> and it is uh, it is the cart uh, that's the end of our round so, uh, Crethen, you're still, does still everyone, navigating. Does everyone know I, it was me who sent that hand out? I think only the people inside the wagon know. Because okay. that is embarrassing. <laughs> I, so I'm probably yeah, yelling, to it what the us. crap was that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brockett and Crethen, you just see a floating skeletal hand float by you. <laughs> <laughs> and spook your horse. <laughs> and we kind of, we kind of like, you know, like do that thing like from an 80s comedy 
where it like comes like between us and we just kind of follow it and then we kind of look at each other and go ah! <laughs> oh man I tried <laughs> I got 17 uh, a 17 is uh, a clear path ahead yes yes yay and uh, that, that brings us back up. So, Sprocket, you are hanging onto the edge. This stone bridge is coming up. You can clearly see it now that it's uh, over a, uh, over a uh, fairly wide rushing river. And beyond that, the, the forest just stops and is clear cut all the way to the edge of the shore here. Uh, you can see the, the road seems to f- taper off and fade off into... Uh, into just mud and uh, puddles and and small uh, ponds and things uh, leading off into this clear-cut field ahead of you. Uh, and you're hanging onto the side here. What uh, what do you do? Uh, I will sleight of hand to uh, pull out a uh, grappling hook from my thieves' tools and try and pull myself back on. Okay. Give me a sleight of hand check. Ooh, nice. 18. 18. So you you uh, you hook this on to uh, hook it hook it onto the the edge of it and, and manage to pull yourself back up into the seat. Uh, it unfortunately doesn't help move anything along, but it does save you from falling off. Um and. Uh, any you, you st- that used up your your movement and your action there, um, and there are no wolves around. Uh, putting putting distance behind it so your turret can't do anything. Is there any other uh, possibility for doing things here? Are, we or are at, you uh, you done? Are we at the bridge yet? Uh, you're just about there. Okay, because I would like to do something with the turret once we hit the bridge. Could I hold a okay. bonus action? Is that a thing? Uh, no, it, it isn't. So a bonus action requires an action to be taken. So you have to, you know, attack or whatever the the trigger is for the bonus action. So um, you could uh, you could you could wait till next time, next round when you're at the at the the bridge and be able to do it. Okay. No, no need to hold it. So. Then uh, I have nothing else. Crethen, you're up. Uh, Sprocket just pulled himself up into the seat next to you. You see the bridge up ahead as you're approaching. All, Wolves are far behind. All, all I saw was him like go over the side and then him just pop right back up. And he's like, hey. Great. Um, it's the second time I've done that. All right. So I... That wheel still works. I... <laughs> <laughs> he was just checking the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you, you forgot your dagger down there, didn't you? No, but I found yours. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a throwback. <laughs> uh, go back to episode three, everyone. Um, yeah, m- months ago at this point. Right. Uh, By the was, time this comes out, that months It ago. was literally two days ago for us. <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, are we going to make the bridge without them catching us? That... That depends on uh, okay. what you do All during right. your turn. So, I, I am going to get my horn out. 
and do a performance check to try to instill fear into their hearts like we're awesome so are you like uh how are you like which way are you facing when you you do your performance with this horn are you just where you're seated uh blowing it or are you going to you know get climbed to the back of it what's uh describe this how this is unfolding here That's a good point because Sprocket can't take the reins, can he? Before could I use my goes. bonus action to take? I hadn't to used... take the reins. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, you can switch as a free action, so okay. that you can totally. All right, switch. Yeah, then, we'll, then we'll do that, and so that I can turn around and um and blow the horn that way, that away. All right, <laughs> give me your performance. It's gonna be disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you have a very low charisma, oh, don't you? 17. 17. Nice. I need to roll the 19. I am rolling rocks tonight. So you play your horn. Uh, at, at first, it doesn't make a noise at all. Uh, you're just kind of... <laughs> and, then, and then it begins... Uh, it, be, it begins to uh, play. What song are you playing? Uh, well, I think that when I write the, the when I write the music for this, um, the, the the song I had in mind, I can't. And I was trying to remember the name of it, but it's the one that goes. Yakety sax. That's it. Yes. Thank sax. So it sounds very tinny and not great. This is an old dented bugle. It just does not. It does not sound good at all uh but you do play it uh it does uh enrage these wolves in the back even more uh causing some of them to try to leap over this flame flaming barrier and uh you hear the the whimpers of them getting burnt and turning back around and you cross over the bridge uh you are um you cross over over the bridge and you can see that the wolves don't have seemed to have given up uh, almost they're they're angry uh they're further back up the road but are uh uh seem to be retreating away and as you cross over the bridge you can sort of see why the area ahead of you looks like a wasteland um there are steaming puddles of brownish greenish water uh that uh dot the landscape here the road after uh, a couple hundred feet becomes uh indistinguishable from just the mud around it uh the trees have all been clear cut uh and why don't you give me uh why don't uh Crethen and Sprocket give me perception checks since you are up on the wagon Fifteen, a six, but I can't see anyway. Fifteen and a six, yeah, you couldn't couldn't see anyway. So Crethen, uh, you can't see much further out than a, a small radius around the the wagon, anyways. But Sprocket, you see that there seems to be creatures out there in this wasteland. Some of them flying around. Others seem to be uh, moving in the horizon. On the horizon, you can't make out what they are, but you can see that there is something out there in this wasteland and it it's a vast area that's been clear cut 
uh, along the road to Kresik, and there, uh, it, it is just a, a polluted wasteland. Um, the, a thick smog hangs in the air around uh, around you. You can you can kind of the the quality of the air changes where you can smell just this the the ash in the air. Um, it's so thick that you can't really see. Uh, the village of Kresk, which would be, you know, a mile and a half or so up ahead, is just obscured by all of this this fog and pollution. I look forward and go, Houston? <laughs> um, Crescent, what do you think would cause this? Cause what? Oh, and then you I yell can back. smell, can't you? I, I yell back, Joppa! I see a tree you forgot to cut down. <laughs> um, Esmeralda, you and Irina in the in the wagon in the wagon uh, can start to smell this this air, this foul air that's hanging there, hanging there. And you, op- uh, Irina, opens up the window and looks out. And you 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 both get a glimpse at this polluted wasteland ahead of you. Oh no! Don't roll stuff. No, that, that was me dropping oh, the dice. Oh, thank goodness! <laughs> oh. Or was it? So do uh, so. Do we have any idea what this might have been? You don't know. You've never seen. You've seen lumberjacks and you know trees being harvested before, but never on a scale like this. And the the very ground seems to be torn up, and there's mounds of of rubble and debris in areas. Um, off in the distance, you can make out the the hillside leading up to the mountains and it looks like deep gouges in it there's movement over there that seemed to be uh around these gouges almost like it was just the very very earth was being stripped away from these from this mountainside can i use presto to make a pleasant smell within the <laughs> yeah. cabin yeah you, you <laughs> what is it uh, what, what smell do you make a breeze and, yes a nice perfume a, n- a nice flowery perfume. So at least inside the cabin, it smells nice. Thanks. Uh, so um, I'm kind of wishing we went, went and got the sword first now. <laughs> are these these creatures, are they noticing us? Are they near? Not yet. They're off in the distance. They're pretty far off. Okay. Are they like, are they like in the direction we're going? They are, yes. Um and it looks like it's going to be kind of a rough journey on the wagon. And how far is this journey to Kresik? To Kresik, it is, uh, let's see here, about two miles down the path, is, down the road is is Kresik. However, the road disappears. Uh, you can't, can't keep, can't see where to follow it, so you'll have to plot your own path westward. Yeah, and and with this condition, it'll probably take us a lot longer. Why were the wolves so reluctant to cross the bridge? And what turned this area of the forest to a wasteland? Find out next time on Dice and Dreary. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also help us keep making this show by joining us on Patreon. 
Kai, from the Techno Funk Boy, has been uploading videos for our patrons about the making of the soundtrack for this show. And patrons who join at the Bards of Barovia level will also get access to the full soundtrack of Dice and Dreary. There's also many bonuses for becoming a patron, and more on the way. For more info, check out patreon.com slash diceanddreary or diceanddreary.com. Thanks to Blue Velvet for joining us. You can find her on Twitch at twitch.tv slash B-L-U-V-E-L-V-E-T or on Twitter at It's Blue Velvet. And as always, thanks to the Techno Funk Boy for the music in this episode. (laughs) 